Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. 93% of small businesses fear a recession, and 89% are affected by inflation, supply chain issues, and workforce challenges. Two-thirds of Americans feel that the economy is in a recession right now. Uh, I don't think he's too worried about popularity. I read that Dr. Fauci said that he plans to retire by the end of President Biden's term. And then everyone turned to Biden like, is there anything you'd like to announce, too? <laughs> Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number. Day 339, day 352, since Joey said he wouldn't abandon our fellow Americans. Coming up on the one-year mark, nobody talks about it. Everyone's turned the page. We start today with a bit of good news. You know the case of this, well, if you... If you're Jill Biden, you call it Bogoda worker, a bodega worker, uh, Jose Alba. Remember, this guy was attacked. A guy walked behind the counter and started attacking him through, you know, pushed him to the ground and uh, was attacking him. The girlfriend had the knife, et cetera. Anyway, uh, the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg this morning dropped all charges against the deli worker, the bodega worker, Jose Alba who had to defend himself and stabbed an attacker earlier this month. Uh, and anyway, they had charged him with second-degree murder, possession, criminal possession of a weapon, 
sent him to Rikers Island Prison, which is the uh, hellhole. I've actually been there. I spoke at Rikers. Didn't go over particularly well, Linda. Uh, you might remember that. Um, I went there, and and I went there, and it was a religious group, a Christian group, and I just started talking real to these guys. And I said, do you mind if I just be real with them? You know, half of you are coming back here and half of you are not coming back. Which one do you want to be? You want to be the one that comes back? Fine. Go go live your life without being free to go to McDonald's, go on a date with a girl, have your own apartment, come and go as you're free in life, be productive with your life. I went through this whole thing. I just dropped a few curse words in there to make my point and didn't particularly go over well because guess what? I never got asked back, Linda. Is that a surprise? It's not very surprising, although I understood your approach and what you were trying to do. Well, I watched, I sat there for an hour, and they had a, a, a pastor guy, and literally these guys were coming out of their skin, stopping their feet, like, shut up, we've heard enough. They couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, because so it's, up, it feels it's like a lecture much. instead of a conversation. So I said to them, first thing I said, I'm only going to speak anywhere between five and ten minutes. No more than ten minutes, I promise you. And they, like, started clapping. They're like, thank God you're going to get us get out of here. Uh, they couldn't take it anymore. Anyway, but anyway, so it's not a nice place to go to. Um, and I went there with the right intentions, and I tried to be real with them. And I tried to point out what life is like on the outside versus the inside. And life is full of choices. Which choices are you going to make when you get on the outside? And then the most important thing I felt, I told them, as I said, you know, a lot of you have been hanging out with the wrong people. Maybe they're members of your own family. Maybe they're your friends that you grew up with, whatever. When you get out of here, I would run as far away from all of them as possible. If that means going to another state, starting over and and working, you know, at a menial job, being a custodian, work at a McDonald's, work wherever you can get a job because they have programs to help them get back into the workplace. I said, go do it and stay and act like you're dead and never take their call ever again. And I said, your life will turn out better. I have no idea if any of them listened to me, but that was my advice. Uh, but anyway, so we have good news in the case of this this bodega worker. Uh, we have now also additional video. He was please say, I don't want a problem. I please, I don't want a problem. And it's a guy walked behind the counter, pushes him, you know, his back up against one of the walls, pushes him down to the ground. This guy is bigger, stronger, and this guy defended himself. He had no choice. And of course, you know, the the girlfriend had the knife. It shouldn't have happened in the first place, but at least finally, I think public pressure played a very big role in, in all of that. There's a lot in this. We're going to get into it later with John Lotto's on the program. You know, there's, they, they had a GoFundMe page for this bodega worker, Joe, Jose Alba, and they took it down on the GoFundMe page. And the reason they said is our terms of service prohibit fundraising for the legal defense of a violent crime. Well, he was accused of a violent crime, charged with a violent crime. Those charges have now been dropped. So now they should put back on GoFundMe, the GoFundMe page. At this time, the fundraiser has been removed. All donors have been refunded. Now, you might remember what happened. Uh, we showed the video last night on Hannity on TV of this mother who had young children in her house and you've got this guy this minneapolis gunman andrew sunberg you know firing these these bullets into this home and anyway it ended up a minneapolis sharpshooter as he's firing bullets at innocent women and children 
uh, had to take this guy out, which is sad and tragic and you don't want to have happen. But GoFundMe is allowing the GoFundMe page for the guy that was trying to kill this woman and her kids. You know, how do you justify these policies? Compare the GoFundMe. You take down the bodega worker uh, funding page. If you keep up the page of the guy that shot up the apartment where this woman went out when Black Lives Matter showed up protesting, they got yelled at by the mother of the house saying, this is not George Floyd. Look at my house. Look at the bullet holes in the front door and in the windows and inside my house. So um, pretty amazing. There's real anger that is being um, pointed in the direction of this this guy. It's spelled differently. I think it's pronounced Elijah or uh, Alicia. I'm pretty sure it's Elijah uh, Dickon. He's 22 years old. This is this kid is in this Indianapolis Greenwood Park Mall, and a shooting breaks out. You have this guy that has shoots 24 rounds off, killed three people. And he bravely takes this guy on. He had a pistol carry permit and he took the shooter out, probably saving countless lives. We don't know how many. The guy had another hundred rounds stored in a nearby bathroom where he was hiding out before the attack. So he intended probably to keep shooting as long as possible. And we don't know how many people could have died. And now there's fury on the left because he's being called a good Samaritan and a hero by the police chief and by the mayor. He is a hero. He didn't have to put his ass on the line like that, but he did. And as a result, lives were likely saved. Probably many lives were likely saved. And thank goodness this kid had the sense, the, the sensibility, the courage to go there and, and protect innocent people that were being shot at, people that were unarmed, people that had no defense whatsoever. You know, I mean, things are just so bad. This, this, this is this mentality. Law and order needs to be on the ballot in November. It just does because if you don't have law and order, safety, security, what do I always say? You can't pursue happiness. You know, you look at major crimes in New York City, and this is, you know, I, I thought things were going to be different under the new mayor, Mayor, mayor Eric Adams. It's not major crimes of thirty-seven percent this year. He was sworn in January one. Theft of uh, automobiles up a whopping 46.2%. Grand larceny up 49%. Robberies up 39.2%. Burglary, 32.9%. Felony assaults up 18.6%. Rape up 11%. You know, this past weekend, 28 shot, three dead, three days. That's well, welcome to New York. It's the new Chicago. I mean, are they going to do anything about it? I'd like to think so. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I don't know what to do. I'm so torn. I've never seen, now that we've all seen the video of these Uvalde cops, I'm just stunned. They stood around for so long knowing you had an active shooter. Because I know so many people in law enforcement, and it, it's the opposite of every person I know. Everyone in law enforcement that I've talked to about this, I said, what did you think of that? They can't believe it. They're just shocked. It's unbelievable. Between that and Americans being humiliated and embarrassed that Joe Biden is begging the Saudis to increase oil production, you you just can't make any of this stuff up. Arrests in Chicago, by the way, are plummeting. I talked to uh, Gianno Caldwell, a friend of mine. He works at Fox. His 18-year-old brother was shot and killed 
and nobody seems to care. He can't even get a call back from the detectives in Chicago. You know, they find only they found, I think, in the last year, only 12 percent of people responsible for shootings and killings in Chicago. Los Angeles follow home robberies. You know, it's it's all over the country. San Francisco today, 44 percent of people in San Francisco want to leave. Forty four percent of San Francisco residents plan on leaving in the next few years. Why does anybody want to live where there's nothing but lawlessness? You know, and it's fascinating because then, again, you compare red states to blue states and you see that, okay, well, people are are flocking to states that actually take law and order and people's safety and security, you know, seriously. And they want to bring down crime. Um, I have no idea what's going on, but all of these, you know, squad members are pretending that they have handcuffs on when they're, I guess, were protesting before the Supreme Court and they have like people walking them and they're acting like AOC and, and Congresswoman Tlaib and a bunch of others. I have no idea why they're pretending they have handcuffs on when they don't have handcuffs on. Probably the thing that makes me the angriest today, I'm, I'm not a big celebrity watcher. I really could care less about the royals in Great Britain. I really don't care. I don't really follow it. It's meaningless to me. I'm glad we don't have, quote, royals here. Uh, bowing and curtsying and, and waving a certain way and, you know, never being able to basically be a human being. Anyway, so I look at Prince Harry and I look at Meghan Markle and these they claim that they want privacy. So they get this big, expensive house in the most expensive area in a very expensive part of California known as Montecito, which is a, a suburb of uh, of Santa Barbara. Some of the most expensive property in the world, Oprah Winfrey, people, you know, that are very wealthy live there. Anyway, conservative Twitter. So Prince Harry, you know, is is say, they're saying Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are saying over and over again, they want privacy. They want privacy. Then they're doing this whole series on Netflix. And then they're doing a, a whole book where they're going to name names and tell everybody. Then they're going to move to New York. And now they're lecturing the United States of America. And I don't really want to get lectured by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle claiming that we're rolling back constitutional rights in the United States in addition to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and that the United States represents a global assault on democracy and freedom, you know, as they go about championing these these progressive left wing causes you know, seem to infer that, you know, the Dobbs decision on a, on Roe v. Wade. And you read between the line, and I don't need Meghan Markle or Prince Harry's point of view. Now, if they want to engage themselves in the public debate, that's fine. But stop lying and saying that you want your privacy. If you want your privacy, you can have it in Montecito in your multi-multi-million dollar home, which I'm not against. But if you move to New York City, you're giving up your privacy because you're going to be seen. You're going to be spotted. You're going to need security, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so stop acting like you're holier than thou and and stop with the lectures. We don't need them. You know, what, what's the next lecture? We're going to get lectured on uh, our belief in the Second Amendment from these people. You know, if you've really wanted privacy, you can have privacy in America. People can be live private lives if you want to live a private life. I've never understood all these famous people. I have COVID. Well, why, do you, why, why the compulsion and need to tell the world that you have COVID? 
You know, I wish you well. I wish I don't want anybody to get sick from COVID. It's not about politics, but it's like everybody feels every single second of their life needs to be online. I don't get it. Thank God I gave up being on social media because it's ridiculous at this point. House Democrats pushing a bill to add four seats to the United States Supreme Court. They want to pack the courts. They want to pack the courts as a power grab, just like they wanted to end the legislative filibuster. Just like and it's it's very interesting to watch this because there's such vitriol and anger towards Joe Manchin. You know, Senate Democrat, uh, Democratic staffers were, were sobbing after they failed uh, to pass any Senate legislation last week on their climate warming, warming, blah, blah, blah agenda. Um, you know, I'm, I'm reading this, this story today. Here's Pete Buttigieg, and this is everything you need to know about the liberal mind today. Here's your transportation secretary. Yesterday's lecturing us about racial equality on the highways, which I'm not really sure what he meant. Today, he's he's being grilled by Congress, and he says the more pain we're all experiencing from the high price of gas, the more benefit there is uh, for those who can access electric vehicles. Now, we're about to have power outages, so we're told, and brownouts and blackouts in different areas of the country and there's telling people that have electric vehicles, yeah, don't uh, charge your car during these hours of the day. And I'm like, I'm listening to this guy, and I'm like, are you going to give every American the $60,000 it costs to buy that electric vehicle? And by the way, do people get their electricity from, uh, from power plants that are fueled by coal, for example? You know, where does the electric grid come from? How much fossil fuels are behind the the electrical grid? How many how many fossil fuels? What do you need for fossil fuel uh, to build one of these electric vehicles? Uh, I know somebody apparently their battery went dead and to replace it. It's fifteen thousand dollars to get a new EV battery in your car, your electric vehicle that the government is telling you to. They're forcing their agenda on us, so they're doing it all by design. Driving the liberals nuts. Sean Hannity is back on the radio right now. Hi, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Remember where uh, Joe Biden fell off his bicycle? Anyway, it's now now named, it's named Brandon Falls. When you look at Google Maps, zero headshot. I thought it was a funny piece today. Anyway, someone has managed to place a landmark in the Delaware location naming it after the famous Let's Go Brandon chant, uh, which is hilarious. I got, by the way, Let's Go Brandon shirts from uh, Clay Travis. He sent me a bunch of them, which I really appreciated. Nice. That was a very nice gift. That was a, a guy. He gave me, sent me a ton of them. Good. I, said I, want, I, said I want a few of them. They're really nice shirts. Too. I would They're like them, too. Would you like me to bring you one? I would indeed. 
I will get you a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Done. I think, I think what we should do is wear the shirts no. and then do a bike trip. We'll all ride bikes to Delaware, yeah. to Rehoboth. Yeah. We'll have the truck meet us there, and then we'll broadcast lives from Brandon Falls wearing our shirts in honor. <laughs> and I think that would get a lot of really good press. I'm sure I'm sure it would get great press. I think Hannity. it's a great idea. You know, I got about one a day. You're welcome. And here it is. Uh, one great idea a day. There we go. We'll do it from Let's Go Brandon Falls. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, the White House is denying a double standard um, as officials are, are taking a victory lap on, oh, gas prices are down 30 cents. Look at how great this is. It's still double what we were paying. You know, the AAA came out with their analysis of why they think gas prices has come down a little bit. And they said, because people aren't using their cars anymore. Now, you got to keep this in mind, because as of tomorrow, it looks like the White House is going to declare a climate emergency after willing after failing to win support for their Green New Agenda. Now, most of the media mob and the Democrat, they are apoplectic uh, at Joe Manchin. Because he said he's not going along with this build back better, spend more money, destroy the economy, inflation producing, energy high producing policies that Joe Biden. He said, I'm not doing it. In other words, what he's really saying is I care more about the people in West Virginia that are some of the best energy producers in the world. Uh, I'm not sacrificing their livelihoods for your stupid agenda. Uh, anyway, so the executive action now, apparently Biden thinks he can bypass the legislative process and rule by executive fiat would reduce carbon emissions and foster cleaner energy. By the way, under Donald Trump, we reduced more carbon emissions than any other country in the industrialized world. Why we simultaneously achieved energy independence for the first time in in 75 years. Manchin is insisting he's not walking away from the Democratic talks. New York Times says the failure to pass legislation is is a an American climate failure. Its implications are for the world's seven billion people. I, I'm, I'm sitting and listening to this. This radical climate change agenda, all it is, is a big government agenda. All it is, is socialism wrapped around this this green narrative as admitted by AOC's own staff. If you remember, I think it was a chief of staff at the time. By the way, as we speak, the squad members and other Democrats are pretending they're handcuffed and being walked uh, away from the Supreme Court. Uh, so we'll see what this this executive action is going to be. Or, you know, but, we, but Joe Bastardi, by the way, called this a long time ago. That there's systemic mental uh, dismantling of the American way of life. It's it's not a rational response to a climate crisis. You know, so, you know, he predicted they, they would declare a national climate emergency. He predicted they'd utilize the Clean Air Act to reduce greenhouse pollution. He predicted all of this. And I'm t if you think the price of energy is high now, it's going to get higher. You know, and Vice President Harris, we're not going to let the filibuster stand in our way of protecting voting rights and abortion access. They want to do everything now by executive fiat. They can't get Manchin and Cinema to go along with the legislative filibuster and eliminating it. So they're just going to go their own way and do it lawlessly. And we'll have to litigate it now for however long to come. By the way, Kamala Harris's poll number at 32 percent approval rating, not particularly strong by any any measure whatsoever. 
you know, Jill Biden's, you know, ridiculous excuse making. He had so many hopes and he had so many plans. And then all these other things got in the way. A school shooting got in the way and 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 and, and Putin invaded Ukraine. And and he had tried to do he had so many great plans for the country. OK, that's called being president. If you weren't aware that after all the years as vice president, but actually Joe Manchin, I think the case can be made is saving the Democratic Party from going over a cliff. By the way, there was a, a poll out, CNN fake news poll. Jill Biden, the first lady, her approval ratings at 34 percent, down from 58 percent in 2021. So she's tracking pretty closely to Joe. Uh, one other bit of news, a federal judge in Tennessee has now temporarily blocked the Biden administration directives allowing transgender workers and students to use bathroom and locker rooms and join sport teams that correspond with their identity. In other words, biological males playing on, on girls' sports teams, women's sports teams. Uh, the judge, Eastern District of New York, ruled to, uh, last Friday the administration's directives would make it impossible for some states to enforce their own laws on transgender athletes' participation in girls' sports and access to bathrooms. Uh, we have an update on John Kerry, who is the special presidential envoy for climate. Apparently, there's an investigation on, uh, I found this on Yahoo News. It might have been originally a Fox News article, but uh, Kerry owns a, uh, a big Gulf Stream. They've made a total of 48 trips, over 60 hours in the air, admitting an estimated seven. 115,886 pounds or 325 metric tons of carbon since Biden was sworn into office. Anyway, he's slated to jet off to uh, Petersburg, the climate dialogue, a U.N. summit with representatives from 40 countries. When asked if he's going to travel commercially, his office said that he uh, wouldn't be traveling by private plane, but they did say he either travels commercially or via military air. Military air means, oh, yeah, no, for safety reasons, you got you got to fly in one of the planes we, the taxpayers, pay for. Uh, most people don't know this. There's fleets and fleets of private jets that your government owns that we all pay for. It would be nice maybe if they let us all have a free ride once, once or twice a year, but we don't get to use it. So that's their excuse to put them on a private plane. Uh, anyway, New York Times is apoplectic. They said this climate failure, the collapse of climate legislation, is a blow to the global efforts to address warming. Why don't they start lecturing China, India, you know, that the Paris Climate Accords look at those countries as developing nations. They're not developing nations. Then we got Prince Harry again weighing in on COVID and climate change, and it's left poor Harry and Meghan Markle feeling battered and helpless after a painful year and a painful decade while revealing how fatherhood is, has made campaigning for the earth more important to him. Well, in, in a speech in New York, the California-based Duke of Sussex warned extreme weather events were becoming more frequent. He said the climate crisis would grow unless world leaders took decisions needed to save humanity. Meanwhile, he traveled with his wife, Megan, and two children to the Queen's Platinum Jubilee uh, and on a return journey, on both on a private jet, estimated to have racked up 30 times the carbon footprint of any commercial flight. 
and I'm like, we're going to get lectured by them? Save us the lectures. Royal elite is slamming the U.S. on abortion. If you don't like it here, go back home. They don't like you there either. Now, I've been pointing out that Joe Biden is giving, kind of like most favored nation status, to interesting countries, Ukraine, uh, Russia, and China. What do those three countries, hostile nations, have in common? That they're all countries zero experience hunter made millions and millions of dollars from. So now we're looking at, first we had the Nord Stream 2 uh, waiver that Joe gave Vladimir Putin while simultaneously ending the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, now Republicans are calling for a probe into why is Biden selling our limited oil to China? Letter sent to the House Energy Commerce Committee, Congressman Fred Upton of Michigan, Congressman Mullen of, of Oklahoma complaining, selling off our strategic stockpile is not a solution to high gas prices. And when it's exported to our foreign adversaries, it further harms our economy and national security. Biden administration sold more than 5 million barrels of oil to China. Now, it raises the question, why is Joe giving these gifts to hostile regimes and hostile countries? The same ones where Hunter made a fortune? Could it be that maybe an investigation into whether the Biden family syndicate is compromised? What does Russia have on Hunter? What do they have on Joe? What does China have on Russia? What do they have on Joe? The last name was Trump. We all know there'd be a very different reaction. Anyway, Joe Biden moved forward to reward Hunter's Chinese benefactors. This was in the Wall Street Journal. And he now may rescind some of Trump administration tariffs on Chinese products. That's only going to hurt U.S. workers and businesses, as the Wall Street Journal pointed out. And it will increase our already crippling trade deficit with China. And it will squander any negotiation leverage with Beijing over intellectual property theft, which I know is real because it happened to a friend of mine, threatening American security interests. Could it be that that's where, you know, zero experience Hunter made a, a fortune? I would argue it, it, it probably is connected. Then you got this, this genius Mayor Pete transportation. How did this guy, be, what, what experience does he have in transportation? What, he fixed potholes in South Bend, Indiana? That's his experience because nobody in South Bend, Indiana speaks particularly highly of, of Mayor Pete. But listen to what he said earlier today. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Oh, so in other words, I don't give an Adam Schiff about you poor people that are struggling and paying two grand more a year. I don't care about. You know, a family where a husband and wife works is paying on average $6,800 a year in Biden inflation taxes. I mean, it's killing the poor, the middle class, and people on fixed incomes. 64% of Americans now believe we are in a recession. Most people are not. 75% of poll yesterday, people are not keeping up. Those people that make between 30 and 100 grand a year are not keeping up with with the cost of everything because of Biden's inflation, a lot of it rooted in this self-induced energy crisis. I've been telling you what's going to happen to the housing markets. It's now happening. New home construction is going to come to a screeching halt. It's already happening. Then, of course, sale of pre-existing homes, that's going to stop too because people aren't going to give up their 2.5%, 3%, 3.5%, 3.8% mortgages. They're not giving them up. To pay seven and eight percent, thousands more a month. 
Single family housing starts, which account for the biggest share of home building, dropped 8.1% in June. The first time that category has dropped below a million mark in two years, and that was at the height of the pandemic. Building permits, single family homes, an indicator of future construction, down 8%, the lowest since June of 2020. Again, the middle of COVID. And it was only a year ago today, Biden was calling inflation transitory and temporary. And it was only last December when he told us, oh, inflation has peaked. So with all these lies about inflation crippling America, hurting the people that least deserve to get hurt. You know, we always get lectures about the rich, the rich, the rich, the rich. They're killing the poor, the middle class and people on fixed incomes. These policies are killing them. But they're so married to their religious climate alarmist cult that they'd rather us keep suffering, as Pete Buttigieg is saying. The more pain we're experiencing from the high price of gas, the benefit there is for those that can access electric vehicles. Well, it's not going to be the poor middle class and people on fixed income. I mean, it is American families cannot afford these rapidly rising prices. You are taking people that were already gulping water financially, and now they're drowning. You know, apparently either, you know, highly unlikely, transitory, temporary, uh, the worst is over. We're just sick of the lies. There's nothing transitory about this inflation at a 41-year high. Nothing. And wait for the Fed to act with the latest interest rate hike. It's going to be anywhere between 0.75 basis points or a full basis point. You know, that's a 1% increase in interest rates. I mean, at that point, you're going to get a 30-year fixed mortgage and be paying 7 7.5%. Probably after the next two increases, you'll be paying 8 or 9%. People won't buy homes. Home values will then plummet. On top of that, we find out that in spite of all the Biden baby formula airlifts, we still have a massive shortage. The housing boom has faded worldwide, and it's it's getting grim. By the way, Winston Sears, Virginia's lieutenant government, is blaming Biden for leaving the American people hanging on gas prices, you think? Because they're trying. He said he would do it. They're trying to force this on us. Buy an electric vehicle. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to four hundred bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. 
Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com.